Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at s Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at s Podcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are, are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Westman and Our Show. I'm Steven. My partner Errol is a few minutes late, you know, typical Errol, but... Still got to get the show show going, so he'll be here in a few minutes. Got a lot to talk about today. We have Alex Rodriguez announcing his retirement. His final game will be played on Friday. So I saw tickets rise to hundreds of dollars. Listen to this. I check out StubHub because I'm interested. You know, maybe I'll catch the game. Not a Yankee fan. Don't go to many Yankee games, but... You know, Alex Rodriguez, legacy, possible Hall of Famer, who knows? Anyway, something cool, that um, something that would be really cool to see in person, A-Rod's final game. So, the other day when A-Rod announces his retirement, I checked StubHub and I'm looking, cheapest ticket, hmm, 20 bucks? I want you guys to check right now. You're not going to find a ticket under 120 bucks for Friday. 120 bucks to see the New York Yankees in the 2016 season. That is unbelievable. I mean, there it's, you know, Alex Rodriguez's final game ever, and I know he was a fan favorite for a very long time, but, you know, when was the last time anyone's paid that much to watch a Yankee game? This is the first time I've seen it this season. You know, the Yankees are, what, six, seven games behind the wild card? You know, I don't know if they're in contention for a playoff uh, spot right now, but, you know, that's something interested, interesting to watch. Uh, that'll be national, nationally uh, televised on Friday. So tune into that. That'll be something cool to see. Uh, we found out earlier in the week that the Mets will be playing without Joanna Cespedes for a little while now, at least another week and a half. But that's big trouble for the New York Mets. I mean, they just recently acquired Jay Bruce, their new right fielder, who is under contract for next year as well. So, you know, that could be a good replacement. But I know all Mets fans, including myself, were looking forward to watching the 3-4, you know, Cespedes and Jay Bruce hitting cleanup. But I guess us Mets fans are going to have to wait a little bit longer to see that. I know Cespedes played in that one game where when Bruce played, but we didn't get to see much. And uh, 
know, that's another thing interesting to look at. You know, are the Mets still going to remain competitive for a wild card spot without Joanna Cespedes? You know, despite all the injuries and the inconsistency with this team, the Mets are only a game and a half back of the wild card. So, you know, it's really, really interesting to watch. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But we have that to talk about today. We have football coming up. We'll have our Giants and Jets predictions. Errol should be here any minute. Not too sure where he is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's in the bathroom or something. Who knows? Uh, but Giants and Jets predictions. We have the fantasy football draft next Sunday at 8 p.m. The wife and Anaj fantasy football draft on Yahoo. We have all 12 teams locked up. That will be a fun time. We'll obviously have a lot to talk about about that in the future with our league. So um, let's start with the mess. Um, this weekend, it was a tough series. I know they won the, the last game in Detroit. You can't win them all, but these series are very, very important, and it's crucial. And, you know, it's unbelievable how the Mets are still in contention for a playoff spot. You know, they battled so many injuries. Harvey, you know, Matt, the Bonespurs, Wright, Cabrera, Ligueras, and countless. You know, I can name them on my ten fingers. And you know what? You got to give the Mets credit. You know, they're still in this thing. And I know Wheeler had his rehab assignment uh, last weekend. So, you know, we don't know when he's coming back, but that's a good step in the right direction, you know? So, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I hear Errol stomping down the stairs. So, my partner is... uh, Right next to me. How you doing, Errol? Traffic, New York traffic, everybody. Traffic, so it wasn't in the bathroom, my bad. So, uh... You don't have to lie, this is my partner, Errol. What's going on, guys? Sorry I'm late. Weissman and Oz. I'm sure Steven did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I gave him the whole spiel. Did you tell what we're talking about? Yeah, I, I, I said, you know, we have Alex Rodriguez's final game at the Yankee on Friday. How tickets went crazy expensive for that. We have the fantasy football draft next Sunday. What about the Eli injury? Knock on wood, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you scared me for a minute. But I'll let you take over for a few. Oh, yeah. I just went on that rant. Let me, so. let me, let me, let me make up the five minutes. I was late. So, uh, A-Rod retired, and I'll say this. The thing that really irritates me the most about the retirement is that you watch the press conference from A-Rod, and you watch the press conference from Brian Cashman, and you realize that, like, they're dodging, they're literally dodging every single question that they want, that the reporters are egging on them to ask. Did you, is this really, are you releasing him? Are you cutting him? Are you releasing him? Literally, are you, they asked Brian Cashman, yeah, um, is he going, well, I think it was Michael K during the A-Rod, uh, A-Rod press conference where he asked, are you going to be an advisor with them right away or Friday are you going home? Which Friday he's going home after Friday. And don't expect A-Rod to play at all because they are just so god scared that they're gonna that he's gonna actually play well, and then they're you know what are they gonna do? Uh, and then you watch Brian Cashman's interview or his press conference rather, and you you hear reporters asking him, well, is he getting the money? 
Yes, he's getting the money. Well, are you releasing him? Uh, we're not using it in that terms. Well, can another, can another team sign him? Yes, another team can sign him. So are you releasing him? We're not using it in that terms. So that's the only thing that really annoyed me about that. Uh, I really, I just, I, I can't figure out why they didn't play him in the first place. Because you see how bad Aaron Hicks has been. And, you know, he was in the DH spot. You can play, you could obviously hit him DH. You see all these other people that they use at DH. And last season, A-Rod got off to a bad start, and then he finally picked it up. He ended up hitting 30 home runs. He had a great season. You see that this year, now he, he, what did he do? He started off bad. He started to pick up a little bit. And then you saw that he got bantered by injuries. And after he got it hurt, that was it. The Yankees didn't even bother to play him after that. So you saw this coming. Uh, especially this piggybacking off of the Teixeira retirement, which is actually, I, I was surprised by that because for a guy who can still play the position first base very well, and really a guy who's, you know, he's one year removed off a really good season that he was having before he got, he got injured. Uh, fluke injury, really. It wasn't anything that, you know, you expect to linger. But I really, I, I didn't expect Teixeira uh, to, to retire. A-Rod's not retiring. Let's just be, let's just make this clear. A-Rod's not retiring. And in September, I guarantee, I am so, I'm 90% sure. When September comes and the rosters expand, he will be on a team. A team will want him to get to 700. And that's exactly why you won't see the Yankees playing him. Because they don't want him to get anywhere near 700 at this point. Because they are afraid that if he plays well, the friends are going to be screaming, the phones are going to be ringing, and people are not going to want to see him let go. And, you know, Michael Kay on his show reiterated this many times, and he's close to the Yankees. He's around them all the time being the play-by-play man. They value A-Rod in the locker room more than on the field, which he's very valuable to them in the clubhouse because, you know, you got all the Dominican players, don't really speak English. He speaks the language. He takes them under their wing. You hear, you hear that he tells them, you know, uh, if you're, if you are, uh, in the city, you, you, my place, you can stay there, of course. I mean, he takes these players under his wing. He, he's a good, you know, he, he helps these guys develop, and they value that a lot, which is why you see him going to be in this new role starting. Well, you know, they didn't really get into that. Starting, you assume, next year, you assume spring training. Although he did say, you know, he lives in Miami, so maybe in Tampa he can he can help out the Tampa team or the, the Yankees affiliate. I believe that's single A. He can help out that team. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, very – peculiar situation now you know you ask the question where does his legacy leave what is he what is what does he leave leaving this team leaving this game i mean you assume you assume this is it i mean you you assume this is will be his last year unless he does show you something if he does get put on if he does go on to another ball club um another reason why the yankees don't want to say literally say we we're releasing him is because they don't want to they don't want to be reminded the fact that he's going to be paying, getting paid $27 million next year to sit on, sit on Miami Beach. So that's another thing. And you got to think, where is it? Where does his legacy leave? What do you think, Steve? Well, you know, with Alex Rodriguez, the uh, PED user, the fan favorite. I, yeah, but this is the thing, though. He's still one of the greatest. Who didn't use P- PEDs? Who did it? Bonds used it. McGuire used it. Are we still linked it? No. But you see, two of those. But A-Rod has a name. Himself. I know. A-Rod is that player that stands out. You know what? I saw a funny he, tweet why earlier. Why does he stand out? I, I'm going to tell you a tweet I saw earlier, and this is kind of where I'm going to lead to. 
I did you hear the news about the possible um appearance of Tim Tebow? I, I did making his debut. I, I I woke up to it this morning. He's trying out for MLB team. That's not. I, you know. No, I saw. I saw a tweet that said the league is the reason why A Rod is retiring. He's not retiring. Well, not retiring. I, I just I just got into this. You, you were literally like listening to me. What is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> okay. So whatever you want to call it, there's not enough room in the league for both Alex Rodriguez and Tim Tebow. That kind of gets me gets me to my point. Alex Rodriguez has an ego to him. You know, as much as you want to say, you know, he's suffered his consequences, he's done what has to be done, you know, he walked the walk, whatever you want to say. But but he's been a good soldier ever since the suspension. He, he has. Well. He has. I saw but A-Rod will here. always be attached to the PEDs, whether it's the, uh, the biogenesis case, whether it was before that, you know, there's, he has a lot of baggage to him. And that's what Alex Rodriguez will always be remembered for. Not only for his great achievements, his milestones, you know. I'll, I'll give you that because this is also a guy that literally sued everybody. Exactly. <laughs> sued the league, sued the players union, he sued the Yankees, doctors. I mean. There's so much baggage to him. I mean, that, I, I agree with that, but you can't disregard the fact he's one of the greatest players ever. Of course. On the I, field, I, he's been one of the greatest players ever. But going back to the whole PED thing, you know, that makes him a borderline. Can you say he's a Hall of Famer? You know, Bonds is in. I think I would put him in. I would put Bonds in, too. Asterisk in? They saved this game. You do realize, like, in the 90s, when Bonds was coming up, Sosa, McGuire, they did save this game when it was on the down run, on the downfall. You do, you well, it made it again, but it was also illegal. I mean, yeah. Do you think they care? Is that all of them worthy? Do you know how much money they made? Do you think they care? But these, you know, these writers don't think so. Will Bonds eventually get in? I, I think he will. Will A Rod eventually get in? Probably not, but I think he should, and a lot of other people think he should. But you got to think about, you know, the sense of thinking of these writers and then these voters. Which I, you know, you and I both. Everyone's you don't think opinionated. He, Everyone has their own opinion. You don't. That's why it's going to be so difficult. Well, in my opinion, opinion for A Rod to make the Hall of Fame. Well, you don't think I she should be in? I no. A Rod. I didn't say that, but I, I, to be honest, I do think that he should be a Hall of Famer. But the writers, I'm not a writer. Am I a baseball association writer? Oh God, I hope not. Uh, anyway, <laughs> white side. <laughs> anyway. He's a catcher for he was a catcher for the Giants. Yes, we went out. over this. We went over this. But he you know, A Rod's a guy that can you say his legacy's tarnished a little bit? Yeah, you know, with the whole PEDs, biogenesis, suing everyone. But you can't disregard the fact he's he's fourth in the all time home run list. He led the Yankees to a world he's not on the Yankees, they don't win that World Series in two thousand and nine. And he's done a lot for this franchise, he's done a lot for this league. And he's been a good soldier ever since the biogenesis scandal. So give him credit. Do I, I, you know, will he get into the whole thing? That's yet to be seen. I would want him there. I don't think he will be. Can you see someone, you know, inviting him to a spring training next season? Of course. I, I think I, you know, I said before. I think he'll be on a team when September rosters expand. I definitely think he could, a team that wants a little bit of buzz, a team that wants, you know, maybe a light he'll play in the bottle. 
Do you think it would have to be an AL team, an American League team? Yeah, I believe this. Now, if he wanted to come back and play next season and play third base, maybe. But that, you know, gets to that when we get to that point. But he has to be a DH. Can you see him playing a little first base? I, I don't think now. I think he would have that an offseason type of thing because I think he has to learn how to play the position. Would it be crazy? No, don't even say it. Don't, don't, don't even say it. Please would it be crazy? Don't, don't, stop, stop talking. Stop talking. All right, go ahead, say it. Would it be crazy if you got an invitation? Invitation, not a signing. Yes. Invitation for the yes. New York Mets to play first base. Absolutely. Who's their first baseman next season? David Wright. Can you plan on him playing 100 games? Nope. Something that I apologize for that. <laughs> I just got really agitated with you. You spit in my face. You're so angry. Because that's what Sandy Alderson did not accomplish this offseason. Who was going to play third base? You knew David Wright was not going to be healthy to play the whole season. You don't have a backup plan. You know. Well, look at James Loney. You plan on bringing him back next season. Are you? All right. Why not? He's been great this season. Why wouldn't you give him a flyer? Why don't you, you give him play a full season? This isn't just a luck season. He's basically played a lot. What he started in May? Dude, I got hurt in May. He's basically playing. Why a was he season. in the minors to start the season? The Mets got lucky, so why not bring him back for one more year? I mean, you've seen it before. You've seen. But what if he? Do- what if he doesn't have it? You need a reliable well, backup. But how is A Rod a reliable backup? How can I count A Rod to stay healthy? I'm not saying you can, but an invitation wouldn't be interesting. Do you see the season he had last season? Yeah, but you know it. it you know, it, I think it went downwards, I believe, in August. And actually, this has been going on since August. He hasn't played well. But would you tell, I don't, I don't think the Mets, first of all, I don't think the Mets will take a flyer on him. I think the Reyes was like their one, their one back page. Anything's possible with this I, team I, now. I don't think so. I think Reyes was their one back page news headline. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But, well, I don't. I can't see James only being the everyday first base for next season. You know, he's been very great for the Mets. He's been a godsend for the Mets. I mean, no one, I don't know where they put out him. Did you expect this? No, absolutely not. I mean, he was in the Tampa Bay minor league system. But can you expect him to play like this a full like 162 games? We're in season? August. How many games is he playing? I'm gonna look that up right now. I mean, we're in August. How many games did uh, Duda play? He only played about a month before he got hurt. Well, Loney's a free agent. Not Loney. Uh, Duda's a free agent at the end of the season. I don't think they're bringing him back. I don't think so either, and I don't think they should. You know, he's going to want a lot of money, I assume. Well, he's arbitration eligible, so I think they gave him the non-tender. He's played... No, no. Where is he? Loney. He has played 90... They don't have games played on here. All right, well... He's played a lot of games for the Mets this season. He's played 59. So he's played 59 games this season. How many have Lucas Duda played? We're going to find that out. But, I mean. He, he got hurt in May, mid-May. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, to transition a little bit, let's go onto the Mets a little bit. And like I was saying earlier on the show, one of my people, my partner was late. Um, yeah, I was saying earlier we found out that the Mets will be playing without Joanna Cespedes. And without that three four punch that you want to suspend in the third three hole and James uh Jay Bruce right behind him. And I know I'm looking forward to seeing that once Joe is healthy and ready to go. Uh something I was curious to see in the lineup, I, you know what? I've never bashed Terry Collins and I never will. I honestly think Terry Collins has been a great Mets manager. I'm gonna play double Zach okay in a second, go ahead. Because you know I've 
also supported him over the last year and a half. But Jay Bruce and DH, why? Why? He pick, what did he hit DHS there? Yeah. Why not? Why are you playing Diaza when you have Diaza's hit? He's a better, he's a better fielder at this point. Fielder's not Why is Brandon field. Nemo and Michael Comfortable not in the everyday lineup? Well, they had lefties on. Who are they? No, they Why are you sitting Granderson a game or two? What has he done for you this season? Comforto? Why isn't he playing every day? Do you see what he's doing? Well, I would hope so after that home run the, uh, the other day, rather. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have to play the kids every day. If you, what's, is it going to help their development by sitting on the bench? I'll say, I'll say this. And Terry got a lot of flack, especially this weekend, for a lot of things that he did. I'll, I'll say this. Why is Renee Rivera hitting DH? Another reason and why if you were, has... If you were going to hit the one of those catchers, DH, why is the one who is worse defensively playing catcher? Why is there no catching? I'd rather put him at DH. Why is he catching? Another thing. And something, you know, I'll go to this first. I don't agree with what people are, you know, giving him flat for for this. Not DH, not uh, pinch running Bruce on that. Remember when he got thrown out to yeah. play that first? Yeah. I don't agree with pinch running him because, you know what? Say if you do tie the game, you go to an extra inning. And that's a great you know, move by Terry. You no, know, but your lineup, what's the lineup after that? That's what you got to think about. I mean, this line is average with Bruce. What are they without him? All right. I, I mean, and then again, not challenging that call at the end of the game. You got nothing to lose, Terry. And another thing that's bothering me. Another know, one. No, not on Terry, actually. This is devil's advocate. What does Terry have to play with? You know, this has just been an unlucky season, health, like, injury-wise. Hey. You know, I mean, <laughs> you okay, Errol? I'm good, I'm good. Water went down the wrong, wrong pipe. Um, I'll say this, and, you know, over the last year and a half before the Atlantis acquisition last season, and now with the injuries this season, he's gotten unlucky. He hasn't had a lot of talent around this team. Aside from the pitching, but now even the pitching's looked average at best. Aside from Degrom and you could say Cologne too. Um, there's been a lot of injuries, but there's some of his decisions, like like pin. I don't like, understand. Like, last week, pinch hitting Yoannis was the base open. I mean, everyone knew that they were gonna, you know, intentionally walk him. Uh, not leaving, not either not leaving Degrom in, leaving Degrom in there, or putting in Reed because. Ian Kins was sitting on the bench waiting for Jerry Blevins to go in. What well, are you thinking? DeGrom, DeGrom said himself that it was the right decision to take him out. Every player wants... They put in Reed. Every pitcher wants to get their own guys out that they put on. But it was the right decision, and I agree with you. Put in Addison Reed. He's been unbelievable for the Mets this season. Well, not even that, because I get it. You want to put lefty-lefty on him. I don't remember who was that. Blevins hasn't been that great. It was Collins. It was Tyler Collins, right? That was up Tyler the bat. Collins, yes. Blevins has been good. He's a specialist for a reason. He can't, you know, he's not supposed to pitch to righties. Right. But, you know, you got Ian Kinsler sitting on the bench. You don't think Brad Austin is going to turn right around and put on. I, I mean, come on, Terry, you got to think of it. And he says, and the response is the thing that gets to me. Why didn't you, why didn't you uh, look at the last, have the last play reviewed? Well, I didn't think of it. Well, why didn't, why didn't you help pitch run Jay Bruce? Well, I didn't know how fast he was. I mean, it's the response. It's like he's asking me a fire at this point, which I don't think. Now, if they didn't win two games in Miami or win a game now or the other day, I, I don't know, man. He'd be on the hot seat right now. If you I still me. think he is on the hot seat. If the Mets don't make it to October baseball, 
He's out. I think, you know what? I could even see a scenario where they get into the one-game playoff, they lose, and then he's still out. Because he's... Busted up. You can tell Sandy's not happy right now with his answers. Like, well, listen, like, we, like we've been saying for weeks on weeks on weeks. This is the window. The two-year window to win. Division, you can't. You have to say division's out of question right now. The way the Nationals have just been playing. Well, I think it's eight and a half now. They're back. Exactly. Unless a, a big collapse, which you never know with the Nationals, they have had their collapses as... The man. Shut up. Shut up. But, you know, you got, right now you have to think wild card or bust. Well, the nine, nine games. So they pretty much ran away with this division. Uh, the two games back on the wild card, Miami and St. Louis has not played well. Oh, I thought St. Louis last Did you see that game? No, I, I the missed Reds, it. The Reds were up 4-0 in the ninth inning with two outs. And they give up five runs with two outs. And the last play of the game... Ross Olendorf hits Yadier Molina driving oh, the winning run. I mean, oh, my. You should have heard the Reds announcer. It's like, oh, he had him. Game's over. It's like he was ready to go home. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Morlington went to extra innings, too, last night. Brandon Crawford went 7-8. Yeah. Uh, he was relentless last night. Uh, speaking of, like, great nights, uh, last week, you know, Ichiro Suzuki finally got his 3,000 hit. It was Sunday. Sunday, correct. That call is great, too. Yeah. That call, oh, my and God. That was a great hit, too. The triple, it was so close to being a home run. Similar to uh, the other guy in New York who hit his 3,000 hit that was Gino a couple years ago. Well, that was just special, too. I mean, but everything congrats to Ichiro. You know, well-deserved. Um, I'm curious to who the next one is. I, I'm thinking Adrian Beltre now. So how close is he? Let me know But, yeah, so the... Uh, it's your role, you know, not many players like him. Easily uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, spent most of his days with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, I don't know who the next one is. I, Belt- it has to be Beltre. Uh, I don't know who else it would be. The guy who was at, oh, that's not happening. Uh, oh, he's, uh, excuse me, A-Red's on 3,000 already. The next, real, yeah, Beltre has 2,880. So well, he's, uh, next season he'll get it. Uh, I mean, how old is he right now? I mean, he's up there. Well, he's got two years left in his contract after this, so he's going to By play. the end of his contract, he'll get his 3,000 hit. We'll yeah, just say that. You know, you'd like to say that. That's a guy who's really kind of flown over under the radar. We'll get him, though. I'm just curious. Pools. Pools, not surprising. Well, how close is he? Uh, he's got 2,774, so he's only a few behind. Uh, one, what is that, 106? So... I mean, that's a guy. I mean, those are two guys that are on the wrong side of 30. They're still hitting pretty well. Pujols has actually had a pretty good year for, you know, what people thought he was going to be and what he was last season. So, you know, good for him. Uh, transition back to the Mets a little bit, and I got their schedule up here. This is the cupcake part of their schedule. In August. They have the sec- I heard that the second or third easiest schedule they, they, they for the have, second half. They have to take advantage of it. So you have uh, – I'll be, I'll be kind. A bad Arizona team. I'm, that's being kind. A bad Arizona team here for three. Another bad team in San Diego for three. And then you go on the road for San Diego, San Francisco, St. Louis. So you got to take five or six at, six at worst. Realistically, you want to sweep of both teams here. You can't. It's, you need that six-game one straight. They cannot split this homestand. Because if you split this homestand, you lost a series to one of these teams, which is unacceptable. Clearly unacceptable. Oh, you know. You got match pitching tonight. Martello tomorrow. Which we will be, we'll be at. We'll be at the game. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought we. When you told me you had tickets, I thought it was for Thursday, and I thought it was Thor. I got excited, but 
Yeah, you know, come on for the Johnson too. Of course, come on from Gray for this team. Speak of, the, but the Grom was excellent. Yeah, that was a big boy performance. Well, you know what? He's the ace. There's no debate about. It. And like we've been saying all along, that one game playoff game easily put. Oh, you throw the Grom. Yeah, you throw the Grom. And know who I put number two? Stop. Who would I put? Bartola. I would. You would honestly put Noah Syndergaard the way that I, he's been I, playing. I would put two, yeah. You and Andrew from Belmore, man, they got this love fest. So I, I love Belmore too, but come on. But Noah, do you see how he's been the second half? Yeah, I know. And you know what? He's gone back to his old ways from last season. He's taken a lot of pitches to get out, get out of the innings. But he still has electric stuff. He has, he does. And you know what? I, you want to hear a funny story? Mm-hmm. Noah Syndergaard had a camp yesterday at LIU Post. One of my kids uh, at the the camp that I work at, he went. He won a contest to be at Noah Syndergaard's camp yesterday. So he was, apparently Syndergaard only said ten words the whole the whole day. Did he really? Like six hours worth of it, and apparently he's a real quiet and small he, guy. You know what? I heard small. Apparently he he was smaller than me. Small to who? What are you talking? Small to who? Why apparently you, like small to who? The Rock? I mean, the guy's huge. You seen the guy? They call him Thor for a reason. That's just the I hair. Don't know. I didn't know. I heard he's a quiet guy. I heard when, um, I think it was Jeff Passion or Ken Rosenthal, one of those two. I don't want to, you know, uh, but one of them said that Noah was so nervous during his first interview, but now apparently, like, he's, you know, he's a ball of thought. I mean, he's basically like a younger, skinnier Bartolo Cologne. Um, I got some breaking news. You want to hear it? Uh, it has something to do with Victor Cruz. Oh, boy. That's he's, not good news. He's dealing with a growing issue that can keep him out of this week's preseason game. Soccer. So, we'll Victor see. Cruz Hart? When does that ever happen? I don't Listen, uh, you know, that's a guy that people, for some reason, fans, <coughs> excuse me, fans are just expecting something from him. I don't see why. The guy hasn't played in almost two years. But I think a guy I'm really more focused on is Sterling Shepard. This is a guy that a lot of Giants scouts like him, liked when he was in Oklahoma. A guy that coaches love in practice right now. He looks really good, really explosive. And Victor Cruz doesn't look, looks like he's on running on, you know, cruise control. It doesn't really, you know, no pun intended. It really doesn't look like Cruz has been that explosive, which you can't expect him to be. A guy who relied on his explosiveness as much as he did when he was healthy, you can't expect to get up to speed right now or maybe not expect him to get up to speed ever. I mean, if he's going to be 80% and he's going to run on cruise control, again, no pun intended, that might be it. That might be the Victor Cruz that we know. That might be the Victor Cruz that we're going to have to get used to. So, uh, you know, definitely, you know, saddening news for the Giants. Definitely disappointing because he did want to see him in this preseason game. But we'll see if the groin heals up and see what happens. Well, it was also pretty disappointing, which I was kind of looking forward to watch. The Hall of Fame game got canceled. How do you screw that up, NFL? Come on. The, what happened? The The logo in the middle... Uh-oh. Yeah, the paint, Lord, ruined the whole field. Ruined the turf. I don't understand. How I, you you have one job. I was so excited. Listen, I get it. Rodgers wasn't playing. Luck was probably going to play a series, if that. But I wanted to see some football, man. I have two days now. Come on. Oh, we got two more days now? Who do we have Thursday? Uh, well, Thursday, 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 Jets are playing. Cause I know the Giants are definitely playing Friday. Friday so I wouldn't imagine they have them on the same day. No. So let's see if we've got any interesting games going on on Thursday. Maybe a comp. You know, I want to see if the one thing I'm definitely watching in this season is uh, the Broncos quarterback situation. 
Well, you know who just got announced for uh, Cleveland starting quarterback? Yeah, I mean, so I was going to... I mean, you heard Hugh Jackson Archie say Green. he wanted... It. Yeah, yeah or, excuse me, I didn't even say who it was. Uh, you saw Hugh Jackson said he wanted to get the decision quickly, so that's exactly what he did. I'm excited for football, man. So am I. Listen, uh, you know, some things to look out for Thursday. We have our fantasy football uh, drop on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I know it's early. Is it this Sunday? Yeah, 8, 8, 8 o'clock. You know, if you didn't remind me, I would have never known. I would have been so auto-drafting that. It wouldn't even be funny. Some things to look out for. The Eagles are playing, so Carson Wentz is one guy you want to look out for. And then Broncos are playing, so that's another quarterback carousel that we're going to, excuse me, we're going to see. And the Patriots are playing, so you know who we're looking out for then. Looking at Garoppolo. Yeah, um, and that, that could be very interesting to watch. Without, can the Jets, you know, get two games on them? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I mean... Well, Brady's not missing either of those games. You know that, right? He's not missing either of those games against the Jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no. Yeah, I know. It's it's really funny, actually. He comes back, I believe it's week eight. It's in the middle of the season. Le'Veon Bell, who's suspended, has a four-game suspended suspension, and the Jets play them week five. That's too funny. That's the Jets block, bro. They don't get any breaks, man. I I mean, it's kind of funny. That's schedule's tough. We've gone over the schedule countless times. Want to go over it one more time? No, you know what? Now that we have Fitzpatrick, the Jets are Fitzpatrick. Well, this is where I think Fitzpatrick was worse. Was was worse. Was worse. I think I would pencil him in for a win against the Bengals with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I'd pencil him for a win against the Bills. You're going to Kansas City. You got no shot. That's two and one right there. I mean, you want to just do this right now. The see home against the Seahawks. That's a tough game. I'll give them two and two. At the Steelers, you're not winning that. At the Cardinals, you're not winning that. So what does that put him at two and four for a home game with the Ravens? So this is where their schedule gets easier. Ravens, I, I expect to bounce back. You know they got their three pieces: Flacco, Smith, and Forsett back. We'll see what Perryman is. Their uh, their rookie from last season. She's going to play it all this year. So then you got the Ravens, which I think Fitzpatrick for the win there. So it's three and four. The Browns, you put them at four and four. That's a win. You go to my see. I always like to split it up. When I do the schedule, when I do the win loss, win loss thing, it split up the division games three and three. So yeah, you never know. So you want to go three and so you want to go. I mean, you want to start that over. I mean, you put three and three. I mean, the Bengals would make them four and three. The Chiefs would make them three and five, uh, four and four rather. Seahawks four and five. Steelers four and six. Cardinals four and seven. Ravens, I wouldn't count those. Losses right away. In but in Pittsburgh and in Arizona, now anything could happen. Injuries could come to place. Arizona, Arizona Baltimore, just, you know. Real, that's my Super Bowl pick. Be respectful, man. That's my. It was my Super Bowl pick last season. I'm gonna pick them again. I'm serious. I really do think they're gonna get to the. No, I'm going with. Oh. No, you know what? We'll save that for. I, you know, I just did a little spoiler. We'll say it. Go ahead. I just said it. The Giants. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. I'm a homer. I mean, we're gonna go. I mean, we're not gonna. They got some. Listen, they got some easy games. They got a cupcake schedule after that. You know, uh, home against the Rams, against that rookie quarterback. The Colts, who they beat last season. San Francisco, you don't know what they're going to be. I mean, you know, they do have some winnable games on their schedule. It's just that the first seven games can be so derailing to this just season that it can be over before they get there. So that's one thing to look out for for the Jets. No, do me a favor, put on the Giants' schedule. It's It's not bad, man. They got a lot of winnable games on there. I'm telling you. You want to read it off? Sure, yeah, I'll go for it. So starting with the Cowboys, Giants Cowboys. Yeah, what else is new? Uh, you know, we'll go with that division. You know, we never won opening night. 
We never beat the Cowboys. I think a lot of defensive players out, though. Suspension. So I But the offensive line is so good. I know our defense is gonna be great, but I wouldn't use great, I'd use better. Better than average. Not gonna be a last place defense, that's for sure. Now how about not an all time bad defense? Because that's exactly what they were last season. Okay, we'll go. Listen, that. just split it up three and three like we did with the Jets. So, okay, three and three. So then we got the Giants are in New Orleans. That's uh, a win. Yeah, that's it, a win. It, at home. I believe that's a win. Yeah, that is at home, correct? Yes. Yes, okay. So then Washington, 3-3. Three three. Well, we just, yeah, skipped yeah. the division game. Chip. Okay. Then they're in Minnesota. That uh, could be either one. Uh, I think they could they would take an L there. Yeah, I don't think they're going in there and winning. In Green Bay, that's an L. Home against Baltimore, like we said. Baltimore, we'll see what happens with them. I could count that as a W, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, then we got the Eagles, then Bengals. Mr. Rams. Rams, sorry, that's a London game. Yeah. I... That's going to be fun. Uh, I'm sorry, season thing holders of the New York Giants. You're gonna... No, that's a road game for the Rams. I mean, a home game for the Rams. The oh, Giants is that? I thought that was a home game for the Giants. Giants don't even lose a home season game. Nice. Uh, so, that'll be, you know what? It's in London. I don't know. That should be interesting. I think a, a rookie quarterback, I think they'll be fine. Um, Chip, the Eagles, Bengals, that's a lot. But you know what? What has Andy Dalton fallen in? What? When has he not been good? Second half. Under the lights, second half, at night. It's primetime well, games. So, you know, I'll, pencil, I'll even pencil the Giants at W for that one. Sure. Okay. I think they're not, if it was a day game, I think the Bengals. I I pencil them for a loss against the Bengals, but home against Chicago win. Chicago's gonna be bad. I don't know if they're gonna be as bad as people think, but they're not gonna be. Who's, who's the starting running back now? Uh, the kid Langford, who's running in goal line. He's very good. He's really good. He watched, I watched him a couple games when uh, Forte was hurt. That'll be fun to watch. Then they're in Cleveland. I, the Browns. I want to go to Cleveland. They want to do that. So. We're, gonna, we're still trying to do that. We'll see what happens with that. Road That's trip. That's going to be a W. Road trip. Against RG3? I'll pencil that in as a W. Uh, I'm confident. As am I. So, then they're in Pittsburgh. Loss. It's not going to be easy. I'll tell you that one. Home against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, stretch we'll stretch that out. Home against Home the Lions. Home against the Lions? Ooh. No, good I, second half. No Megatron, though. I know. Don't forget that. I think that's a win for them. You know, and Thompson Sue's not there anymore, obviously. And that defense is okay. And hey, Golden, they saw Golden State, don't they? Yeah, but you know what? Calvin took, a, you know, Megatron took a lot of, you know, pressure off. Hey, they retired. So everyone thinks he's still coming back. We'll see what happens. But so we'll put all those W, I guess. So what? So what do we have him as now? If you leave him at three and three, and we just did that, let's see if it's good enough for you. Put him in the Saints. That's four and three. Lost to the Vikings four and four, Packers four and five. Win against Ravens and Rams. We'll put them in. That's in at seven and five. Bengals is eight and five. Bears is nine and five. Browns is ten and five. And then you put the Steelers at uh, ten and. Did I miss the game? I, you know, I think they're going to be around ten. They definitely could be around ten wins. Now, now the thing is, you know, we say that of splitting their division games. They can't go out and lose two to the Cowboys. Or two to the Redskins, which are going to be very entertaining games with Norman going up against Odell Beckham. 
Um, if you heard that's what, always an interesting. Well, you heard what Norman said when he was on first take when they were in. Um, no, I, what is that? He said, "I'm an enigma." Literally said, "I'm an enigma to people," and you know. So he's talking very highly of himself. Yeah, I, I can't wait for this guy to get burned. And he's like, I, you know, I played Dez and Odell before, and now I'm going to play him twice. And you know what? Let me tell you something. When Kellerman, Mike Kellerman straight up asked him, you know, you got burned on that play. Odell just dropped it. He's yeah. like, well, I got in his head. Well, I don't expect that to happen again. So we'll see what happens with Odell. I mean, hopefully he can keep his head in the right place against Norman this time. Uh you know, definitely games you, you have to win. You have to take at least one of them. You can't go into Washington and have them come to your house and lose both games. Philadelphia expect to be a dumpster fire this year. So really, you know, you can expect them to even win two games in Philly or two games against Philly, so rather. Realistically, this division is it's, winnable. It's winnable. I can see them winning 10 games. Absolutely. See, think about it like this. They could have won 10 games with 75 seconds left. 75 seconds, you know, could have been well, equal to 10, down 10 wins. That, that comes down to the coaching. Well, I don't, because their defense is Time management. But think about Eli is not good at. They were 75 seconds away from winning 10, four more games than they did. Like, they had, but, but don't forget, they had an all-time, an all-time bad defense. Sure. I think their defense will be middle of the pack now. They have the talent to be. You know, you add a, a Jenkins, you add a Vernon, a Harrison, the clock up the middle, you add an Apple in the draft. You had a Thompson who is... They're going to intercept a lot this season. I believe that, too. I mean, you have DRC on one side. Collins. Collins. Uh, uh, excuse me, Jenkins on the other side. And this kid from Boise State who I like coming out of the draft. He's a bull hawk. He's getting a lot of praise. And right now, he's the favorite to start in that safety position next to Collins. And you know who I heard that the Giants are looking to lock up for the future? The guy Pugh, who I'm not a huge fan of. I mean, he's been consistent. Yeah, oh my God, he's not that, that star. You know, he was a first-round draft pick, I get that, but he hasn't lived up to expectations, in my opinion. Well, they're not all going to be stars, and you see all well, these of teams. Not. You see all these teams scouring around for, you know, extra offensive linemen. You can count on him. That's really, that's what I, I, I look at. You can count on him, so really. Well, you're not going to sign him big money. Well, someone will, though. And if you let him go, someone's going to sign him big money, so why not it be you? Why not use like, – he's your right. piece. He's your piece, and you're, you're going to need him. I mean, his offensive line is still a worry for this team. Yeah. Although they don't see it that way because of the way the offense is run, and Eli gets the ball out of his hand quickly. Now, another thing that we got to talk about with this team, now the preseason starting this week, and we're very excited, so a big football show today, is the running back situation. Now – is it going to be like last season where you're rotating three or four running backs, or are you going to have a certain guy taking the majority of the carries? Well, I think it, it, it all depends on health. You know, Rashad Jennings was great. Last well, everyone season. was healthy. I mean, he never got – I mean, Jennings was, you know, okay, but he never got a chance to really get into a rhythm. True. And Sam Vereen was great, too. You know, he's going to be the main, you know, guy he likes him throw to. Uh He'll drop back, you know, Eli will do the drop back, and what's it called? Chamberlain will be right there. Well, yeah, I mean, whoever's going to be running the ball is going to be mostly a two-down back. Right. Um, I mean, you expect Chamberlain to be their third-down back. Right? He's great. I've been great out of the backfield for his entire career now. So you don't expect him to run the ball much. Well, I'm a big fan of Jennings, though. Well, I like him. He was good, too, very good two years ago. I saw him play, I think it was against the Texans. 
two seasons ago. He had like 150 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Great. It's fantastic. We thought we had something. He was pretty consistent, though. Well, and then after that, he got hurt, and you know, he's never gotten the amount of carries that he was used to when he first signed here. That's the problem. I mean, Andre Williams, you know, when you're rotating him, Williams, Vereen, and then you throw in a dark wall along with that. Right. Who you know a lot of people like as as our, as our uh, you know he's he was more of a north and south runner as you know, ran so hard. Uh, I mean you're not going to get rhythm from any of these guys. That's the, that's the issue with this this team. I mean you can't have that. So we'll see what happens with that. What happens with that? So um, no, no, we should go over. Go to Yahoo for me. Why? Go to the Yahoo Fantasy. I want to look at the rankings. You know, who do you think you're going to go first? I know it all depends on the draft pick. Is there PPR? Yeah, I, I believe so. If it's you, you're picking up. No, I know you. You think so? I know you, you. I'm talking about you. Why do you think I'm going to pick Odell? Because you're a Giants fan and you're who a Who goes wide receiver first? Yeah, PPR league, everybody. I don't know if it's PPR. we got to check that. you got to check that for me. I believe it is PPR. Didn't we do a half-point PPR? I'm not Can you check that for me? Like, we should do PPR. It's not. Well, I can always fix that. But uh, I don't know if I go wide receiver first. Mm-hmm. You know, tight ends are very, you know, scarce. You pick a tight end first. Maybe if it's if Gronk's available. Where's our uh, Weissman and our shop? I clicked into my 16 team league. That's always fun. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. Go to rankings. Yeah. Or league. I don't know. I'll find it somewhere. So, uh, but you know what I found interesting? He's hurt now, but the Cowboys rookie running back, Ezekiel Elliott, he's hurt to start the year. Right now, I think his hamstring or something is bothering him. But what I found so interesting is that he, in the Yahoo rankings, is Put number seven overall. I guess you could say because Dallas's offensive line is unbelievable. It's great, and he'll be able to run right through defenses. But he hasn't played one NFL game, and you're putting Ezekiel Elliott in seventh overall. Like I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's six. Six. He was seven earlier. David Johnson's four. He's gonna be. He was great last season. You know, I, my buddy at work was telling me that you know they do a um, they do a live draft. Was, those are always fun. Yeah, he was telling me David Johnson was top ten pick, but I mean you got who's the guy Ellington and Chris Johnson. So I mean they might split the carries. You never know. So right now Ellington's good too. Browns number this is top ten rounds out like this. Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, Gronk, Peterson, and Lamar. Lamar, I almost choked on a, I almost choked on nothing. Lamar Miller is ten. I had him last season. He was nothing spectacular. He was consistent. Ten. Ten. Are you kidding? I put him at twenty. Ten. Who's in number twenty? I'm just curious. Alshon Jeffrey. Who was hurt? Yes. But can, we, can I just say something? We can? That's a little agitating to me. You know what we got to get to? After this. Well, what? You know what happened at Jets training camp the other day? <laughs> between Darrell Rivas and Brandon Marshall. 
Oh, the, the, they, they, you know, they were going they back and forth. I didn't like how Darrell Revis didn't talk to the media. I mean, you know, I expect Marshall standing in front of the cameras talking about it, apologizing. I mean, listen, it happens. In, football. In it's not baseball. It's not softball. It's football. Now, listen, it, it happens. I mean, you know, you're one-on-one. You're jockeying with a guy. And, you know, next thing you know, you guys are pushing each other. So, I mean, Darrell's got to be a big boy, though. Go talk to the media, Darrell. I mean, everyone wants to know what happened. you got to talk to the media. You want to earn the fans back? You know, they left the team to go play somewhere else. You played for New England? That's not how you win, it, uh, win the team back. Yeah, but he – I mean, you're, you're the highest-paid cornerback in the history of the game. I mean, people are expecting a lot of things from you, and you can't even talk to the media after getting in a fight with the team's best receiver. I mean, it's a little ridiculous to me if you ask me. Uh, this team is going to be predicated a lot on their defense, on their receivers, Fitzpatrick being virtually a game manager. And you're looking for Darrell Revis. Not to, you know, be Revis Island again because that was just otherworldly. I mean, we've not, when was the last time we literally saw a guy, and Josh Norman claims he's going to play man to man and he's going to do perfectly fine. There has not been, give me a break. Revis, to my memory, now I didn't see Deion Sanders play, neither did you. But, in our timelines, Revis is the only guy who can actually take away one side of the field. I mean, you would see him shut down people like, you know, T.O. and Moss and, you know, back then Ocho Cinco. And, I mean, you literally saw him take people out of the game where they could not look that way. I mean, remember they played uh, the Giants, Hakeem Nicks, completely out of the game, who also, who also got cut today from the oh, game. Really? Yeah, I believe he signed only, like, last week, didn't he? Well, didn't the Giants saw him? We saw him last season. Yeah, and he looked like the oldest 27-year-old I've ever seen in my life. Like, he looked so unprepared and unathletic. I almost forgot that he played. He's 20. See, Steve, he's 27. What happened to him? Did you see him play? He stopped I was, never, I was never a huge on Hakeem Knicks. I, I figured he'd always just bring that consistency of, you know, maybe one touchdown. Well, the first few years, he was a beast. Yeah. I mean, you saw him come up big the year they won the Super Bowl. Cause I saw him come up big in the playoffs. I mean, he was a beast, but I don't, you know. After well, he lost a couple seasons as a giant. Uh, you know, that last season, I don't think he, he scored. I don't think he got called a touchdown. I think it was one. At I, the end of the season. I believe right? it was one touchdown the last week. I haven't week. fantasy that yet. I believe it was one touchdown. I'm doing a mock draft right now. <laughs> um, I believe it was one week. Or, excuse me, yeah, that one that last week of the season that – um. He scored a touchdown. He's not been good. I mean, he's bounced around. You know, I believe he was with the Colts after after the Giants, and he was with the Titans. Didn't even make the team that year. Did, did I hear Josh Gordon got reinstated? He did, yeah. He's got four games, and he's coming back. That's unbelievable. <laughs> for a guy that got into so much trouble, you know. I'm telling you right now, I'm taking him, I'm taking Pell, I'm taking Bray. Week I'm, four, I'm going to have the greatest team of all Josh time. Gordon's going to go five. off. Uh, when was the last time we played an actual game? Two years ago. We haven't seen him play in two years, so. Not, well, it's not a full two years, two seeds. How does he get away with this stuff? Uh, you know, I mean, he hasn't, he's kept his head down right as of lately, unlike his former teammate, Manziel. Manziel, yeah. Uh, Where is he? Somewhere in a beach in Aruba, flipping his dad off in an Instagram picture. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm serious. He literally said... Oh, I'm going to get up the post, but I remember it being hashtag hi, dad, like ba- with basically like saying, you know, bleep you, dad. Those guys used to get his act together, that's for sure. You know, and, you know, he reports 
you know, you hear people saying, well, he never loved football. He was just good at it. Which make, is something... Well, you make it to the NFL where you could make millions. And well, you know what it was with him? This guy posts a lot of things on Instagram because I, I this was only a couple weeks ago. I won't take this thing. He has a Josh Gordon jersey on, posing on a mountaintop in, in Kogolabu. Wabu, I guess. I don't know. Whatever it is. I won't take this thing off for a week. You're my brother for life. You you are. Uh, just wait on this comeback. Uh, what about your comeback? Oh, there's another thing he posted. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland local stores in Cleveland are selling Johnny Manziel's <laughs> jerseys for one ninety nine. What was his caption? LOL with a skull face on it. Oh my God. You, did, you did it to yourself, kid. I, I, I have you no... lost it. I don't think. You know, seconds. Some people deserve second chances. He, he lost his, in he, my opinion. He, he didn't even get a second chance, and he lost it before. He's a guy that I supported when he was going through the whole, uh, you know, uh, he was drinking on campus. He was, you know, his antics on the field. You know, to me, he was a kid. To me, I just looked at him like he's a college kid, and he's a good football player. But so, give him some kind of Well, I mean, that was in school, and I'm on my pick, actually. 20 seconds left. Who should I pick? Gurley or Elliot? Gronk. Gronk? No, I'm going to pick Gurley. Uh, no, no, I'm going to pick oh, Gurley. There's plenty of running backs in this league. Ah, as good as Gurley. I pick Gurley. You're an idiot. If I had that number six pick, I would go with, uh, with Gronk. Eat my shorts. I will. Keep <laughs> uh, an eye out for that when uh, I uh, <laughs> draft it before you. When I get a draft pick before you. I think it, it's picked, what, it's, uh, it's an hour before the draft? Yeah, or an hour before the draft is supposed to take place? So that should be fun. Our league's all filled, right? Yeah, league's all filled. Uh, Look at you. You're doing a good job. Do you, you have a fantasy team name? Errol's expert team. Errol O's expert team. Yeah, uh, the other one, don't read. Um, <laughs> Do you have any other interesting team, uh, team names in my league? Let's see. Let's I'm going to get it out right now. What was your team name? The Big Daddies. Of course it is. Okay, let's see. Ian's team. Uh, hashtag rest lives matter. Huh. Tastes like babies. Nice. All right. Fits magic. I like that. Ed's team. Uh, I'm not going to read that one over here. Uh, Whopper. Aaron's team. Well, that one does show me a touchdown. Uh, yeah. Paraphrasing it a little bit. Yeah. Um, Taub. That uh, must be Rob Taub. <laughs> you got uh, Rob in this league? Yeah, hockey expert. Oh, boy. Uh, 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 Given Goons and the God. The Big Daddies. The Big Daddies winning the, the Yahoo Fantasy Football by Son and Osley. I'm saying it right now. Y'all better watch out. The Big Daddy's coming. You're delusional. Oh, no, I want to stay in the draft. Who should I pick next? I'm, kind of, I'm excited. You see, like, my it's base- football season, bro. Get excited. My baseball deadline passed. I mean, baseball, I just stopped. I stopped paying attention to my fantasy baseball back in May. Well, it's a keeper league. So, really, you don't want to stop paying attention to it? Well, I don't do a keeper league. Well, it was funny, actually. So, I made two trades before the deadline. And I had one trade that was nixed because the guy claimed he sent it in on Friday. Um, he claimed that during Sunday afternoon, when I accepted it, he didn't want to do it anymore. It was Castellanos. He gave me Castellanos, who I could keep next year. He's on the DL. Well, he's hurt, man. He's yeah, I know, but I, this is for next year. And I was offering him, uh, he wanted Sang Long O from uh, the Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals, yeah. yeah. so that happened. 
you know, it's actually pretty funny. So I try, you can trade for people's draft picks next year, but you can only trade for two. So I acquired somebody's third round and sixth round pick next season. I gave him Cabrera, who's been great. Papapon, who got pulled. Upton, who's a fourth outfield, who now is, and by all means, everyone was playing well in that group that I sent over at the time. Mm-hmm. Upton, Melvin Upton Jr., who's now the fourth outfielder in Toronto. And Felix Hernandez, who hasn't exactly been that great since coming off the dam. And the guy's still in, like, third to last place. And the trade didn't go through? No, that trade was fine. That was fine. The only one I think go through was the Castellanos trade, which I wasn't too thrilled about anyway. No one was answering any emails. Now, I could have had a chance to get a guy like Michael Franco, uh, Michael Fulmer. But, Fulmer's been a stud. Yeah, but you know what? I I, I love the kid. The guy wanted Nick Alcabrera for him, so I wasn't, you know, I wanted the draft picks. Another trade I made, and a guy who I love and I wanted all season, I traded Price, who's been pretty bad, Paul Holes, and Ellis Andrews, who's he's okay to me. And I traded for Jackie Bradley Jr., who I'm going to have in the 20th round next season. It's going to be a 20th round. The way my league works, it's going to be a 20th round keeper. We didn't get to something with the Mets. You know who I think is going to be losing a spot in the rotation? Looking for There's only one quad. There's only one candidate. Well, let, me, well, let me look up his. Well, I think that was the big reason why. What happened? Did I miss my turn? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, this isn't even a real draft. I, I'm competitive. Leave me alone. Um, He was. I feel like he wasn't that bad up until the Tiger game, which I, I remember I texted you and I told you I just have a, in this ballpark at that lineup, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. And I was absolutely 100% on the, on the ball. Um, I don't think he's been that. I'm going to get up his numbers now. Frankie hasn't had a good season for the money I was on. He's actually 10-3 right now. The really? ERA is hovering around 3.5, closer to 4. So well, not, The money they're paying him, he should be under 2. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, wait, disabled list. Wait, listen, 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 listen. So, the Mets, the Mets depth chart. All right, so you got the depth chart. You got everyone who's playing. And um, it's the disabled list, which is probably, <laughs> what do you say? It's just four inches long. Yeah, about. The disabled list is four or five inches long. I mean, Cabrera, Assessment, Duda, Harvey, Henderson, Ligaris, Reyes, Reggiano, Wheeler, right. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, people. Uh, Rhett. That's kind of funny if you ask me. I mean, come on. Uh, all right, so since he became the starter, which was – it looked like he's made his first start in Washington. Uh, six and two-thirds, five earned runs, six runs, two earned uh, – excuse me, six innings, two earned runs, five and a third, two earned runs, seven innings, three earned runs, five innings, three earned runs, three and two-thirds, six earned runs. So he's been okay. I don't know if they should stop twitching. Come is on. It, is it a fifth start? What is it? But this is, this is what you get from a fifth. See, we were spoiled over the last year, where we had all, where we had a chance to win and then virtually an ace. Every Remember single Dylan day, was every a fifth, fifth start? He's pitching okay, you know, Kansas City right Kansas now. Kansas City's out of it. But I mean, this is what you get from a fifth starter. So he hasn't been exactly. I mean, excuse me, he hasn't been exactly terrible. But I mean. Can you put in Jonathan East? Yeah, but I'd give him... Well, I think Zach Wheeler is going to be back starting September 1st. Well, his his uh, his outing got shortened by a rain, rain out. So, uh, you know, we're going to see what happens on his next start. I would leave Verrett in there if he gets 
bombed against the Padres, I would say, okay, fine, put in knees for the time being until we feel like Wheeler's ready to come back. I've been hell I to leave him. I mean, he's been okay. I mean, what else do you want from a fifth starter? That other than six innings and two or You know what I want? I want the most to go to six innings winning streak. Yeah, six game winning streak. I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine, people. A six game winning streak. Yeah. I want a six game winning streak or a seven game winning streak starting yesterday from the New York Mets. Well, I mean. Is that too much to ask? You can hope for that. I, I, I would think so. But, well, when they got one now, and you're going to see what happens with. You know, the Padres and the Diamondbacks. And then they well, got... they have Granky. When do they have Granky? Tonight. Tonight. Granky's tonight. Okay. So. So we'll and see. And then Robbie... What, what's his name? Robbie? Robbie Ray pitching tomorrow against Cologne. And then I believe it is... Oh, I have the schedule up here somewhere. Uh, and then it's... Who's Cologne? Uh, oh, Shipley. Who's Shipley? I don't know. Who the hell's Shipley? I don't, I don't even know. know. So I got against Shipley. So you, you realistically... You could sweep, but you really should be taking two out of three. Oh, 100%. So, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so, this was a good show. You know, we have our fantasy football draft on Sunday. Very excited for that. Um, eventually, you'll get to hear the show on SoundCloud, uh, on the S&D Podcast channel. Wait for my boss to send me it. Still haven't gotten the last one. That's okay, Bobby. We love you. Um, very exciting news to tell you in the future. He loves me. Sure, sure. Alright, so, so we'd like to thank all of our listeners. Really appreciate it. I'm Steven. I'm Meryl. And this is the Westman and Oz Show. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty!